Welcome everyone to the Ovei Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chafalaf. We will begin on Chaf Amur Bet at the bottom of the page. Amei Mashchiv Lebei Barbre. Chaf Amur Bet on the bottom. No, it's Chafalaf. On the bottom. Okay. Today's Daf is for Zerufah Shelema for Yafa Bat Rachel. She should have success in all of her endeavors. No, she have Zerufah Shelema, and the children and the. And the wife should have success in all their endeavors by our anonymous sponsor. Says the Gemara, Ameimar Shchiv Lebarbre. Ameimar's son died. Kari he ripped. He ripped for his grandson. Achabre Karabape. His son came, and Ameimar ripped again in front of him. It's Machloket who ripped. Was it Ameimar who ripped again, or maybe the son? tore it in front of him. Itkar, he remembered the Mushav Quran, he remembered that he was, when he ripped the first time, Amemar, he was sitting. Kam karam he got up and stood and ripped again. So you guys get the story? So, two versions of the story. Story A is, the grandfather heard that the grandson died, ripped his clothes for his son. The son came, and the son ripped in front of him. That reminded the father, the grandfather, that he had ripped sitting down, not standing. And you're supposed to rip standing. So he stood up and ripped the second up. Okay. Okay? That's the story. Amalei Rav Ashi Rav Ashi told the Memer, How do we know that that Kiriya is standing? Where did you get that from? Says the Gemara. The Khtiv. When Yoav heard, when Yoav heard that his son's kid children died, he stood up and ripped his coat. Since it says he stood up, therefore we know you have to be standing, and that's why Amemar got up and did it again because he was sitting. So Rashi asked him on the top of Chav Alf Amor Alf If so, there's a pasuk that says when it comes to. Uh, Chalitza. Chalitza, when she pulls off his shoe and spits on the floor, it says, He stands up and he says, I don't want to take her. I don't want to marry her. Does that mean it has to be standing also? Because Pasuk says, It says he gets up and he says, Right? If so, but we learned in the Brayta, Ben Yosef, Ben Obed, Ben Moter, he could be standing, could be sitting, could be leaning. So you see that not every time when it says Ahmad, does it mean standing? So therefore, maybe it doesn't mean standing by ripping. So why did he rip again? Understand? Okay. Amaleh, so he told him back. Doesn't say he should get up, and he says and he should get up. It says, he got up and he tore. Okay. Let me explain to you what the story is. When I say, when we're talking about what's going to happen by Chalitza, so Torah says, you know what's going to happen? People are going to die. And then the husband, the guys are going to get up and they're going to say this. And they say they're going to get up and say it's just a way of talking to say what's going to be in the future. They will get up and say, mean, mean, the, get up means they, they, they will, instances will occur that they will do this. 
doesn't mean he's to stand literally or not stand as opposed to sitting. It means he'll get up, means it'll come a story like this and you'll do the same thing again. But we don't care whether he's standing or sitting. But over here it says he stood up and he did it. And therefore it means sitting, not standing. I'm sorry, standing, not sitting. You understand? There's a difference. That's why this one has to be standing, and Ibum could be sitting, because over there it's just saying they, they will it will arise another story like this. Arise, not stand. Mm-hmm. Arise means it will happen again. Okay? Yeah. Yicha? That's why he got up. That's why you don't have to stand up by Khalitza, but you do have to stand up for ripping. ripping. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> now the Gemara says, "Okay, I agree that that Yov stood, but maybe he was just being extra strict when he stood. Who said just because he stood, we have to stand? Why did I make my rip again? Maybe Yov stood up because he wanted to, but we, we make it that we everyone has to stand when they rip." It also says that he tore out the hair of his head. Wow! Right. And we don't do that. You want to say we have to tear out our heads also? So it's the same way he did that as an extra. So maybe, maybe, it sounds like he's overdoing it. So therefore, uh, maybe we don't have to stand either. We could sit. Because maybe he's just doing extra. So says the Gemara, you're right. Forget that. Don't learn it from Yov. It's not a good proof. Like you said, he did extra stuff. Don't bring a proof from him. The Pasuk says in Shimuel, Yov took his hair off? No, Shemuel didn't. We, we bring another another proof. Oh. This story is not from Shemuel. This story is David. When he heard that Avshalom killed his kids, it says, The king got up and he ripped his clothes. It says, Vayakum got up and then he ripped. So you see, that David Amelech, from David you see that, that you have to stand up. Maybe David was also doing extra. It says he sat on the floor. It says he slept on the ground. We don't have to sleep on the ground. We could sleep on an overturned bed. So therefore, he's asking, who told you that we have to follow David either? Maybe he was doing extra when he stood up. Right? Because you could sleep on a bed. On a chair, or on a mortar, you don't have to sleep on the ground. He didn't flip over the bed. You have to flip over the bed so you see that he could have flipped over his bed. It doesn't say that he slept on the floor. Even though when he said he's on the floor, it means like the floor. It means he flipped his bed like the floor. But he did exactly the right thing, and if we could learn from him. We learned. The following things are veil is asur to do. Number one, he can't do, can't go to work. can't wash himself. can't put on oil on himself. He can't have relations. can't put on shoes. We can't put on leather shoes, yes. Yeah. If, but if the people need him, let's say he's a teacher, and they, no one's going to learn if he's not there, then 
Enonim now he can't. He doesn't have to stop. He can allow to continue teaching. Wow. Because the people need him. Uma said there was a story. Umet benosha biyosi betzipori. Biyosi's son died in Sipori. He went to the bedmedash and he taught the whole day. <coughs> because the people need him. And if otherwise they're not going to learn, then he has to go. Another story. One time his relative died. He didn't want to go to teach. <coughs> told him, he says, if people need you, you don't stop. So he thought, he's instead of speaker up. Don't put a speaker next to you. Usually, the rabbis, when they have trouble with their voice, right? So they would have someone stand next to them. They would tell the guy what they want to say, and the guy would say it out loud for them. Mm-hmm. Okay? It was like a, a, an, an old-day microphone. Get a loud guy to sit next to you, and you call him the speaker. So the rabbi is saying, listen, if you're going to teach during your mourning period, you have to show that you're in mourning. So don't put a speaker next to you. Do it yourself. Uh-huh. Okay? Right. Now, what happens if the rabbi can't afford to do it himself? Because he sounds like Rabbi Shlomo Heber does today. He sounds rough. So what happens? What should he do? You should do like we learned. There's a story. Rabbi's daughter died. Son died. She went into the bed. So Rukhananya ben Akvaya sat next to him. So he whispered to Rukhananya ben Akvaya. Rukhananya whispered to the speaker. Right? He told everyone. So instead of, so instead of doing it himself, if you can't do it yourself, so you talk to a guy who talks to the speaker and then he says it. This way everyone sees that there's something different today. It's not a regular day. Wow, because he's sitting shiva. This way you still showed respect by deviating from the regular thing. You have? Yeah, you have the extra person. What does it help? People see and they know. Oh, they understand. Yeah. You with us? Yeah. Tanu Rabanan. For the first three days, he's not allowed to wear tefillin. That's what it says in this brighter. You want, don't ask me what we actually do nowadays, but that's according to this brighter. Mishishiva, from the third day and on, counting the third day, but on the third day, including the third day, you could put on tefillin. So the first three days means the first two days, because the third day is already, you could put on tefillin. Okay? That's according to the rabbis of brighter. But if Panim Chadashot come on that day, if new faces arrive, which means people who you didn't get on those days, then you don't have to take them off, which means you don't have to worry that the people are there. Let's say a new person comes who wasn't there the first two days. You don't have to say, oh my gosh, this guy didn't know I was wearing mourning, and he sees me wearing tefillin, it's I, my father. No, it's okay, continue, you don't have to take off your tefillin. Okay, And Avel, the first two days, he's not allowed to wear tefillin. From the second day, you're allowed to wear tefillin. So according to him, only the first day, you're not allowed to wear. Okay? But here holds that if new people come, you do have to take off. 
So he's lenient when it comes to when you could start. He says you could start on the second day. But if a new guy comes who wasn't there on the first day, then you need to take over the link because he, he didn't see that you, you didn't wear tefillin the first day. He wasn't here. It could happen every day. That means you could not put tefillin almost every day. According to this rabbi, right. So in a way, the first rabbi is more strict. But he's also more lenient. Because the first rabbi says, oh, you're two days, you don't wait for him. But then he doesn't care if people come. But the second rabbi, he, yes, he lets you start a day earlier, but every time someone new comes, mm-hmm. you got to take him off. Okay? Are you following or no? Oh, yeah, I got it. I mean, take it off. When well, it depends. You it, have one it, day. It, well, it depends where you're sitting. If you're sitting on an island, there's only one person coming to visit you every day. Yeah. Then you wear it more with the second rabbi. Understand? Got it, yeah. Okay. Amr of Matna. What's It says, the days of crying for Moshe ended. So you see that there's two days. Days is two days. And that's why he says two days, no tefillin. Right? What's Abishu's reason? He says only one day. I'll make it like, like a bitter day. A bitter day sounds like there's only one day of bitter morning without tefillin. So, each rabbi, which pasuk you go to? What does the rabbi who says one day do with Yemeh Bechi Eva Moshe? The Pasuk says that it was days, Yemeh. What does he do with that Pasuk? As the rabbi says back, Amalach, Shani Moshe did Kivavle. Moshe is different. Because Moshe is the much harder. Losing Moshe Rabbeinu was a big loss. Therefore, by him it's two days, but usually it's only one. That's how he'll get out of that pressure. <laughs> Yo, yeah, what do we want a Pasuk? Okay, well, that's Moshe Rabbeinu. We can't bring a proof of Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? What does Rabbi Eliezer, who says two days, what does he do with the Pasuk that says, it's days like a bitter day? He says, yes, the main bitterness is one day, but the, the days of no tefillin are two days. And that's why he says, the two, that's what the two-day rabbi will say about the one-day Pasuk. He'll say, yeah, there is such, there, it does mention one day of bitterness, but tefillin is not connected to bitterness, it's connected to crying, and crying is two days. Okay? Amar Ula, Ula says, we hold like Rabbi Eliezer when it comes to taking off tefillin, which means we don't make you take off tefillin, just like the first rabbi says, Rabbi Eliezer. And if someone new comes, you don't have to take off tefillin. We hold like him. Yeah. You don't have to take off tefillin. And we hold like Rabbi Yeshua when it comes to putting on tefillin, that we do put on tefillin on the second day. So we're lenient both ways. We go like the lenient rabbi who says you don't have to take off the and the other lenient rabbi who says you don't have to, you're allowed to put on the on the second day, not the third. Mm-hmm. You got it? Yeah. Which yeah. is what we do. Ibailahu, Bishini Ula Cholet Oino Cholets. Now he wants that now he has a question. Okay. We go like we go like the rabbi who says the second day you wear. Right? Mm-hmm. And we go like the other rabbi who says that you don't have to take off. Yeah. What happens if it's on the second day? Okay? Yeah. And you're wearing tefillin because you're going like the rabbi the second day. Tifilin. Okay? Now, what if someone comes in on the second day? A new guy comes yeah. in the second day. On the third day, for sure you're not taking off because we're going like the rabbi. But now it's the second day. And according to the rabbi who said, the other rabbi, the rabbi who says, The only rabbi who says, don't take it off, says you shouldn't be wearing that day. Yeah. So what would you do yeah. on the second day if someone comes? New, a new guy comes. Okay, Tashma, 
Amar Ula Cholet, Umanir Apilu Ma'apamim. Ula says, on the second day, you gotta take him off. Why you gotta take it off? He's saying, on the third, so, second day, so he's saying, according to him, he's saying, there's three different, there's three different rules. First day, no wearing at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second day, take, put on, but you have to take off for someone who comes. Who comes yeah. And three, four, five, six, seven, you can leave it on. You, you can leave it on. You can wear and leave it. Okay. That's what Ula's claiming. Says the Gemara. Tanya nami hachi are bright like him also. Yehuda ben Tema Omer cholets you take him off. Umaniach vil mabim even a hundred times. Rava Amar kevun shenich shuvin cholets. Rava says no. Even on the second day, once you put on, you don't take it off. Says the Gemara. Vah Rava Yehuda Amar halacha ketani dan damar l'shosha. I thought Rava says halacha is that it's three days. I, I thought Rava says that it's two days. No, no wearing tefillin. Says no. Right? Rava was the rabbi who said in our Mishnah that there's, there's a machloket, whether there's three days before the holiday, you have to, you have to be sitting, or no. Rava was one of the rabbis who says, you go like our Mishnah, not like the Brighta. And then you say, you need three days before. So you see that three days are heavy. It's not different. By mitzvah, he holds it. Mitzvah of wearing tefillin, he doesn't agree. He's not talking about when, how much of the Morning, you have to get in before the holiday starts. Here, we're talking about wearing a mitzvah to lean. Over here, Rava says, No, even on the second day, you can be lenient and you don't have to take off the tefillin. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're now on the top of Chaf Al Fabulbet. Tanur Rabbanan, we learned to the Brighta. Avel for the first three days is not allowed to work. Even a poor man who has to take charity is not allowed to go do any work. Even though he's poor, he still can't do it. From the third day on, he could do privately malacha in his house in order to eat. Okay? A woman is allowed to spin within her house, she had to spin thread to make money. Avail for the first three days can't go, to, can't go to a different house of Avail to go make a shiver call. So let's say he has to visit someone sitting. He has to sit. When he goes there, he has to sit with the people who are sitting. Not with people who are comforting. Uh-huh. You got it? Got He's it. not veil himself. He has to go visit his neighbor, let's say, sitting Shiva. When he goes next door, he sits with them on the floor. He's like part of them. Part of them. Got it? Interesting. That's not, that's after three days, right? Or before three days? During the first three days, he can't go anywhere. Can't go anywhere, okay. After that, he can go, but he has to sit with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tanur Rabbanan. Avel Shoshayim Asur for the first three days, not allowed to say hello. Can't greet people. Mishushava at Shiva from three till seven. Meshiva in Oshoel, he can respond, but he can't ask, can't say hi. He, if so, right. Oh, okay. The first he's not supposed to even answer. Mikan Once after the seven days, he's allowed to ask and say and, and respond. So now it clarifies the Gemara. 
שלושה ימים ראשונים עשו בשירת שלום. There was a story, how can you say for the first few days you can't, you can't greet anyone? I'll show you a story that a big rabbi greeted people in the first three days. What happened? Ma'aseh, <coughs> there was a story. Umetu banav shal b'kiva. Rabbi Kiva's two sons died. Okay? Nechnesu ko yisrael v'esvidim hesped gadol. All the Jews came in and they made a big hesped. B'shapitinam when they left. He stood up on a big bench and he said, Listen, my brothers, Bet Yisrael, Even if I had two married sons died, the kavod that you gave me would have made me feel good. Because you gave me such kavod. If you came for Akiva, there's a lot of Akivas in the Shuk. What do you call If you came for me, I, I'm nothing. I'm nobody. There's a lot of Akivas in the Shuk. That's what Rabbi Kiva said after they all came to visit him. We call Shem, right? You probably came because I have the Torah in my heart. Therefore, you must have came to give respect to the Torah. And therefore, you must even have a big, big reward. Because he didn't come for me, he came for the Torah. The chul batechim l'shalom, go in peace. So you see, he's mentioning shalom. I thought we said you're not allowed to say shalom in the first three days. Says well, kavod That's a lot of people. It's different. When a lot of people come, the whole the whole kaisel comes. Then there's different rules. Then you're allowed to do it. Okay. Then we said mishlosha va'atshiva mashiv ve'enoshoyel. From three to seven, you could respond, but you can't initiate it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Ask the question, what do you mean? How could you say that once you're after the seven days, you could say, hello, and it could be normal? We have a question. You talk to him about consolences. Condolences. But you don't have to say, you don't, you don't say shalom. After 30 days, but after 30 days, you say hello, but you don't say tanchumim. If the guy's wife died and he married another woman, then you can't say tanchumim. Because since he married another woman, you can't make her feel bad by coming in and saying tanchumim about the first wife. Within how long? Within 30 days. Now, usually guys not allowed to get married within 30 days. But here we're talking about a guy who never had kids yet. So therefore, he's allowed to be get married, we get married within 30 days of the first life dying. Wow. Okay? But the guy comes in, he's not talking about the last wife. You're going to make, him feel, make her feel bad to the new one. Yeah. Right? General rule. <laughs> what? That's a general rule. Yeah. <laughs> right? Matzoba But if you meet the guy in the marketplace, then you talk to him quietly about it. Because he's not with his wife, you're allowed to tell him. Mm-hmm. Once he can ask the shalom of his friends, because they're not mourning. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So we're answering the question now. You see that after Shiva is over, 
You're not allowed to just do whatever you want for 30 days. You still have restrictions. He, once it passed away, he says, he asks people how they're doing. But other people can't ask him how he's doing because he's not in peace. But it says he responds. It sounds like they can ask him. Moses says, no, when we said that he can answer, it means he's answering people who didn't know the halakha. Really, the halakha is you're not, during 30 days, you don't, say, you don't say shalom to him. But when we said he responds to him, it means he responds to people who don't know what they're doing. So not that we can feel, but you let him respond. That's what we're talking about. Okay? If so, in the brighter case, also, right? When you, why shouldn't you also say that you respond also during the first three days? During the first three days, if a guy didn't know, he should come and say, what do you do then? Why do we say that you don't, you don't respond? If we're saying that you respond is talking about to a guy who doesn't know, so when we say when you don't respond, it should also be to a guy who doesn't know. So if he doesn't know, why should I respond to make him feel bad? Why shouldn't I respond in order to avoid him feeling bad? The same way. Answer is there's a difference. During the first three days, if someone comes and says hi, he's supposed to tell him, I'm sorry, I can't say hi. During the three to seven, someone says hi to you because they don't know, then you can respond to him hi. Or shalom, whatever it is. Okay. So again, the difference, the difference when when they get them, when they meet you. Okay. Says the I'll ask you a question. It says, If you find your friend who's mourning within twelve months, So sorry, you speak you speak to him nicely, and you speak to him tanchumim condolences, but you don't say hi to him after twelve months. Then you say hi to him and you don't say tanchumim. But you talk to him on the side. He says, if you see a guy after 12 months and you're still talking about his... Um, yes. You know what it's like? It's like a guy who broke his leg and then it got healed. And he meets another doctor. The doctor says, come to me. He says, I'm a very, very good at casts. I'll break your leg again. And I'll put it in a cast. I'll show you how good I am at, at healing things. Similarly, this guy's finished already, and you, he's already cured from it. You're going to go talk to him about it? This is telling you you should more than a year. Right. So you see that even after Shoshim, there's still a problem. Why? This sounds like 12, up to 12. It's, here it sounds like up to 12 months. Why do we say only 30 days? One's by a parent, and one's by other relatives. Other relatives, 30 days. Parent is up to a year. Okay. Even if you lost other relatives, why can't I talk on the side? Don't talk normally. I'm going to say it on the side. 
<coughs> on the side of me without mentioning the name of the guy that we're talking about. Okay, we're going to stop here at the words, Tanur Baran, Avil Gimil Amin. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Ve'amen.